Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. 
Sports Talk Radio Every weekend night with Princess Cooper Never had it so good radio Now on 101.1 And it's 24-7 The world's best radio In this day and time Stereotypes are the false descriptions For all of humanity James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities you will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You know, there are days when I truly want to be here and talk to those of you who call in at 657-383-09, because I need to vent. And today is one of those days. Uh, You know, we are in a, a very disgusting time where the people we look to for comfort or direction are going through some very chaotic times. And it's unbelievable that our government would find itself in this position. We should have known. We could have known. uh, But there were people who were looking to keep America deceived. And there were not enough of us who could see clearly what was going on. And it is important to me uh, because I'm not going to change the way I 
describe those who are responsible because I think it clearly describes them to a T. So when I talk about white America, I want people to understand it's not that I have any type of prejudice against white America. I don't have any type of hatred against white America. I just want to be clear that I think the reason we're in this position is because white America wanted to prove that it still had the ability to elect who it wanted to regardless of how it might impact our country. So if they are so clearly committed, no matter how bad he was for us, I'm going to be clearly committed to holding them accountable. And the fact is is that I don't mind being led by a responsible white American. I know that there are a lot of intelligent white Americans who can take this country in the right direction. But clearly I knew that Donald Trump was not one of those individuals. And right now we find ourselves in this chaotic situation because one of the other things I know is true is white America refuses uh, to be um, treated in the fashion that white, that Donald Trump treated the FBI. See, the FBI is not going to be disrespected, just like police officers refuse to be disrespected by people of color. Those in charge of making sure that criminal acts don't take place are not going to let people like Donald Trump, sleazy people like Donald Trump, disrespect them. For the Jump Street, I knew that you don't wake up a, a bear that's in hibernation and call him all kind of names as though you're in charge. Because in the America that I live in, the justice system will bring you down no matter what if you disrespect them. And that's what's taking place right now. When Donald Trump disrespected CIA and disrespected all of those governmental agencies that were in place, see, Barack Obama and other presidents knew that you have to coexist with the other levels of government. Because if you don't coexist with them and you got baggage, they will bring it to the light. And right now we have Donald Trump's baggage being brought to the light in a way that's going to destroy others. And you have people now who are not even attempting to stay on the ship. They abandoning ship. And so, white America, this is what you brought on yourself. Here you got a president where people are openly talking about him being involved with prostitutes and them urinating on each other. This is what you put in the White House because you were so angry with Barack Obama being elected twice. 
I just want to know at what point will you care more about our country than your prejudices? And I'm just going to be real about it. I know that I would rather live in America than anywhere else, and I want to coexist with white America, not in an angry place, but in a place of inclusion. But we can't be included when you all are so bent on having the apple pie for yourself. You have to get to the point where you feel comfortable sharing the American apple pie with all of us who deserve to have a piece of it. And I am not talking about a sliver. I want my equal slice. And until you are prepared to do that, you're going to have these times where you blindly elect dummy to the White House because you're madder at us than you care about the American society. Here we are where we have never been before, where a president who is ill-equipped to be the, the president is now in charge and we are the laughing stock of the world because of all his baggage that is being opened. And there is even more to come. More of white America is going to fall because you elected Donald Trump. And at some point in time, you're going to need to get on bended knees and tell our creator how sorry you are and apologize to the immigrants and people of color because you decided that you wanted more of America back than you cared about who was our leader. Now, I just want to know at what point do you cut bait and fish? Because as far as I'm concerned, Things nothing's going to get better. It's going to get worse because you've chosen to go in this direction. Uh, D, what what are your thoughts today about how these things are going and how the poop is hitting the fan? Well, good evening, James. Man, uh, I tell you, uh, I feel your frustration. I feel your pain. Uh, the the tone of voice is really expressing how and where you are at this time, you know. And you know, you're absolutely right. Um, we saw it coming. The writing was on the wall. Um, the other 16 viable candidates that were that were on the stage during the primary, um, they even took up the position to say that this person was unfit. Uh, you know, Jeb Bush was uh, a good candidate for that party, for the Republican Party. Uh, the fact that uh, the, tr- the Trump the, the Trump campaign uh, utilized the fact that his last name was Bush helped undercut his chances of being uh, a good candidate. Uh, but uh, everything that that was said uh, has come to to uh, fruition. Um, you know, when you speak about um, how white America owes the world an apology, well, the the fact is that uh, they are too arrogant. 
to even come down or come to that level to apologize. You know, when uh, when uh, Secretary Clinton called them deplorables, and they have proved themselves to be just that. Um, you know, they would be like a, 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 a thick smoke of a forest fire. They would run away to the outcome of all of this to dissipate rather than to apologize that they made a mistake. And so, uh, and so again, uh, you know, the damage has been done, even if he's kicked out tomorrow. Uh, the damage has been done. And when I say that, I mean this. You know, uh, we, we say it's white America, but it's not white America. What it is, it's, it's uh, Confederate America. It's the same Confederate ideology that was, that was unappreciated to, to the fact that we were freed in the first place, that we messed up their money. That's what America this is. That we messed up their money when we when we was freed back in eighteen eighty six or whenever it was, eighteen eighty nine. Uh they they never did like that. They never got over that. So this is what America that is. Uh so uh, you know, you got to the right. Uh, this is where we're and I appreciate you talking again, buddy. Thanks. You know, I cannot help but call a spade a spade. And a lot of us, African-Americans and people of color, saw the writing on the wall and was praying that white America wasn't so angry that it would be willing to sacrifice us all. And that's exactly what they did. And I'm not going to change my feeling about what happened. We took a family... like Barack Obama, and replaced the class with trash. Donald Donald Trump might as well be trailer trash because that is what he has brought to the White House with all his foolishness. And now there is no turning back. There's no quick way, a quick answer to get out of this. Nate, we are in it, and we're going to be in it for a while. And you can see how quiet those uh, Christian white people are as they go walking through this flood of garbage. And nobody on that side is saying a word as we are being trampled and covered with this foolishness. Nate? Hey, good evening, everybody. Um, What can they say? You know, I'm sorry. That doesn't change what has happened. I mean, like you said, we saw this happen, and yet did nothing. You know, some of this is our fault, too, because the black vote had went down for when President Obama was was uh, running for office. We have to take a, um, a hit in that area, too, and make sure that this does not happen at the next election. And the Democrats right now, I think it's on like, uh, need to win 24 seats to take back over the, the House. So we need to win that midterm election, then go towards the presidential election. The thing is, the writing has been on the wall the whole time. 
why this man is running for president. This is nothing new under the sun. I mean, he is the same narcissist guy. As a matter of fact, he's even worse now because he has a position of power and nothing he do is wrong. Like you said, we got to learn, like President Obama and the rest of the uh, um, president have learned to um, coexist with different agencies of, of the government because they know they need the government. This guy don't see that. He's trying to run the country like a business. And when he was running as a business, he was the head dog. He fired anybody who he wanted who didn't agree with him. But running the country, you can't run it as a business. You can't run it as a business. You have to treat it as a family. And he don't have that concept. He don't he don't have that mindset to do what's 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 right for a certain group of people or for this certain group of people. He don't he don't think like that because he's so insensitive to uh, all, all, all the problems that we have, and he doesn't want to know about the problem. And and as for the evangelicals and everything, like I said, what what can they really say? I mean, saying sorry is not going to change it. They can come up with all these fancy words and all that kind of. They can sit here and say, "Let us pray." No, we should have been praying during the whole process was going on, and now we don't inherit this mess. We need to pray how we're going to get out of it and pray that we can get everybody who's eligible to vote, especially people of color, get it back to an all-time high like we did before and put the right person in there. And it doesn't even have to be the right person, but a better person than what we got now because what we got, I, I could do better than what he's doing. But we, have to, but we have to understand that when it comes to these elections, we can't play with this because it affects us. One way or the other. I talk, I know a lot of people say, I didn't vote. It didn't make no difference. Well, apparently it did make a difference because look what we got now for a president and everything. And not only for a president, we got for a vice president. Look at the staff he got. So we, we got to do away with all that and basically start all over. Thank you, James. Thank you, Nate. You know, when they talk about, oh, we're going to take the best out of two evils, <laughs> ain't no way Hillary Clinton would have us in this disgusting situation. That woman, if nothing else, has been upright. We ain't heard nothing about nothing of her being involved with other men, her cheating on her husband. She has some moral fortitude. This man don't have no moral fortitude. And it, it just bothers me, Reverend Smith, when he says stuff like they broke into this man's office. Oh, how bad this is for America. This is America justice. The idea what is always done. It followed criminal activity. And now that the house is on the scent, he want to cry, woe is me. Good evening. To Are you there, Reverend Smith? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I just say good evening to everyone. And uh, first of all, I'd just like to ask Nate's forgiveness. I wasn't here only yesterday, I believe it was, and the day before, whichever, when his mother was on. And uh, my prayers have been with both of you, Nate. And I know that God got both of you in his hand. Okay? Um, Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Now, to James, the one thing that I really want you to please come to grip with. You continuously say white America. It's not all of white America, just like it's not all of black. We are just, like Nate said, we are just as much to blame sometimes. It's the white America. 
we we got to if if you look at what's going on, you got a bunch of rich folks sitting up there in Washington D.C. I'm not talking about poor folks. I'm, t- I'm not. I said poor. That's what I meant. We don't have poor folks sitting up there in Washington D.C. All of those people are very wealthy people. And you were talking about Republicans who are exceptionally wealthy. Okay, most of them. They are not about to go against each other. You've got people down here in white and black America who, unfortunately, like we talked about before, 9% of black America, 9%, there's only 22% of us, 9% voted for Trump. Now, Mm. that's almost, that's a shame right there, 9%. But Trump is a disgrace to any race. Doesn't matter. He don't care about white, black, green, or yellow. You can say what you want. Trump is right now trying to position himself by partnering. He's pardoned uh, Scooter Libby. Only reason he pardoned Scooter Libby is so that he can let his other guys that's already pled guilty to lying to the FBI he pardoned them in order that he's sending them a message saying, hey, don't say too much. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of it. I am the big dog in town now. I'm the big dog in America. And I mm-hmm. got the money and a lot of friends with money to back it up, okay? So don't, don't you all panic. You can plead guilty if you want to, but I will pardon you if that will wipe when a pardon is given, that wipes your slate clean. It's almost like you're just reborn all over again. Okay? So he's not, he, he, he's playing a game. And the sad part about it, we have fallen prey to that game. We have fallen prey to that game. And, and I, it bothers me. I know it bothers you. But the one thing that I hope and pray that you grasp and all of us grasp is that God is still in charge. All this looks terrible now. It looks ridiculous. It's sad. We all know it's sad. But, James, let me tell you something. You don't ever get too high that God won't bring your behind down. Okay? So I, I look at him, and I see how... He throws his head up in the air when he's speaking and how his mannerism. I watch all of his movements, which we were taught to tell us that would tell us different things. I I, I knew he was going to start pardoning people. I just knew that. I knew he was going to start pardoning people because they are getting too close to him and his financial shenanigans. It ain't about collusion. I could care less about collusion. It's about he don't want nobody to know exactly what he's really been doing with that money. And, yes, there really is. I believe that there is a take by Russia. I believe what James Comey said, even though Comey went a little bit too far in his book. But one thing that these doggone uh, 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 commentators on on television, MSNBC and CNN, is not saying they're talking about where Comey went too far, 
But the one thing, they don't say all the nasty names that Trump called Comey. So it's okay for Trump to call Comey these names, but not for Comey to call Trump these names or tell the truth about this dog. You know, so let's let's not lose sight, please. And it will keep you in a peaceful mode, James. You don't. You do not need to get your ticker beaten out of control. God is still in control. Okay. These all of these things must come to pass. Believe me, James. All of these, all and more. It's going to get worse before it gets better. All of these things shall come to pass. And when it all happens, we've just got to be prepared. So I am prepared, and I believe that most of you on this line is prepared. It's going to get a lot worse. It's almost like we are going to be obliterated here in the United States. But we that hold on until the end, we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. But if you let him stress you, and put you into a depression state, you're not going to be fine because you're going to be in the loony house. And we don't want <laughs> it. Is we, amazing. We, it we is amazing. We need you here. <laughs> I know. And I hear you, and I'm going to be all right. I'm going to try to keep it down. But I am, I'm just amazed at how filthy these men are, how, how they I just know. allow themselves they allowed themselves to just bathe in their their filth. That they were but so James, full one of thing, let me say this. that they thought this stuff wasn't gonna come out. You need to stop calling them men because they are not men. Men don't act the way these individuals are acting. And that's all that's what I wanted to say. I don't consider them as all men right. at all. Andre, what what are your thoughts as you continue to see this deluge of bad behavior and you see the FBI looking like pit bulls with a new bone as they go after all this uh, ugly behavior? Well, I think, uh, well, fantastic Friday to everyone, and I think everyone has articulated very well. The only um, other thing that I would say is that, you know, the truth will come to light, and uh, we are all accountable for our actions, and we will be um, responsible for the choices that we make. And you can only go so far by covering them, but the Lord will reveal And that's what we have to make sure that we stay focused on what it is that we can do, what we should do, and what we have to do. And uh, everything else will be brought to light, and it will be brought to uh, justice, whether on this side or the other side. But let's stay focused on what it is that we can do and not let other people action control us. Right, right. Amen. But don't you find it, don't you find it biblically when exactly what the law says that, you know, It'll be easier for a, a camel to get through the knee, the needle of an eye than a rich man to get through. Because, yeah, because you see that this man, he was so angry at Barack Obama and the kinds of things he had to endure at that uh, at that party where Barack Obama tore him up, and he was just committed to go, being president. 
when he should have just remained on the sidelines with all his ugly history and leave it alone. So now he chose to become president, and he did not realize how cutthroat the FBI is when you when you badmouth them. RJ, he should have known that he couldn't keep all that stuff hidden. But he was so arrogant. And Cheryl, so now we have to contend with everything put being put right in our face. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I'm going to agree with everybody who went before me, you know, starting with D. Um, I can feel and hear your frustrations, James. Um, and... You know, just like when Pastor Smith said, that it's not all. But, you know, we have to take responsibility for our role as well. Because when I say we, I mean, you know, those of color, for the simple reason, we were caught sleeping. You know, we took things for granted. And... This was an eye awakening. And just like Pastor Smith said all the time, which I truly believe, that God allowed allowed this to happen for whatever reason, to wake us up, to stir us up, to show us that we can get exactly what we asked for. And this is what a lot of people were asking for. You know, and when I say that is that, we we didn't come together. We weren't powerful in numbers. We didn't do the things that we needed to be doing because we were slack right. on our job. So right. now, just like it was said just now, now we have to focus on what we can do now. We can't mm-hmm. go back and we can't change those things. We know Donald Trump is not presidential material. He's a businessman. And the way he ran... His business is the same way he's running running things now. So we can't expect no more from him because that's all he has to give. He know how to make money. He know how to manipulate. He know how to fire people. His track record right. has spoken for himself, and he's only showing us just who he really is. And we already knew who he was. So when we say, when I say we have to take responsibility and blame for where it is, is that meaning that if, although each one of us may have gotten out and voted, did we stop there or did we go out and get some? Did we make it a point to make sure that others were there? Did we make it clear to others how important it was? So that's why I'm saying, you know, um, Everybody who went before me is so correct. But now, what are we going to do now? Are we going to be caught sleeping again? Are we going to take some action? Are we going to continuously doing the things and reaching out to people? We got to show that we really want change. And then in the meanwhile, we do have to pray because God can change anything any situation 
And if we don't, and if we just trying to do things man on our own, it's not going to happen. We have to include him. We do. He know the chaos that we in. Now we need to go and bring it to him, and let him know that we want things to be different. But as again I say, faith without works is dead. So there's work that we have to do and work that we have to put in now. We don't have time to sleep. We got to be. We got to get motivated. If we got to ask one another to be accountable, whatever it takes, we got to do it, and we got to do it with urgency. So everybody who went before, you know, everybody spoke, you know, exactly how it is. All right, we got a new caller on seven five seven zero. Give us your name and where you calling from. Seven five seven zero. You know, I just, you know, I sit here. All of you know, I sit here every day. Um, I didn't have to go to the gym today because uh, uh, my friend who makes me go to the gym every day was had to do some business, so I was able to sit here today and just look at uh, CNN over and over and over again, and then watch the view, and it, it was just amazing. You know what I'm saying? It is amazing to me that we keep continuing down this road month after month after month. And, um, Reverend Smith, I'm going to go back to you. Tell me what you think of Paul Ryan. You know what I'm saying? This is like a captain of a ship who desires that he don't put us in treacherous waters, and now he want to jump ship. You know, that that's not leadership. He should have been attacking Donald Trump knowing what he was going to do to our country. And now that Donald Trump uh, has revealed himself to him totally, he's saying, man, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm here. This, This was all a planned situation by Paul Ryan. I believe within myself it was. Because when all when they passed the tax bill and when all of this shooting and everything started, Paul Ryan's wife was given over five hundred thousand dollars for her business by the NRA and others. So he, this was all all made up. He, this man in the beginning he was all against President Trump. All of these guys were. I don't know how men, actual men, and he said, I want to go home and and watch my children grow up. You know, I understand that. I really do understand that part because I stayed away from my children working undercover all those years. And and when I came back home, my, my oldest daughter was getting ready to graduate high school. You know, so, but my thing about that is I didn't, I didn't do it in a way that he did it. This man is playing games just like Trump is. All of those guys with a lot of these rich guys, are, they don't have common sense. They are, they are the type of people who are always trying to get something for nothing and do something underhanded to get more than what they already have. So we have to be very cautious about allowing them to destroy our morals. Our morals, and, the, and we are caught in the midst of this stuff 
But if we hold ourselves together, like Cheryl was saying, we got to, and D and, 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 and everyone else that is spoken, we've got to take control of us. It's not much that we can do. We know that Paul Ryan and any of the rest of them up there right now are not men. I'm looking at uh, MSNBC right now, and I'm looking at uh, um, uh, this guy uh, who's the thing. And these people are more so now jumping on Comey than they are jumping on Trump. You know, and, and it's, kind of, it's kind of stupid to me, but this is the way they play the game, James. This is the way they play the game. Being a politician at one time myself, this is the way they play the game. And so what you need to do is do just like I did. Step your behind away from it. Unless you will get caught up in this mess, and it was it's almost an impossibility to get out. Playing the game, and that's not a game that you really want to play in unless you're ready to do something unscrupulous. And being a child of God, I, I, did, I never wanted that. And you all don't want that. None of you do. Stand back and let, watch the salvation of the Lord. It's going to take place. Let him have his fun right now. Sure, it's hurt. It's going to hurt. But when we had the opportunity to do something, of when we should have done something, we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now we are caught in the middle of this foolishness. And this is what we call shenanigans. And that's all it is. We know that this man was never, ever presidential material. Never. That didn't have the closest. Any man that have to been been in bankruptcy seven or eight times or whatever, been sued over 30 times, done all the things that he's done, had all these different wives that he's divorced and had all these different affairs on his wife. And you still, he even told us, I got the money is what he was saying. I can stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody. Ain't nobody. They People still going to vote for me because I'm Donald Trump. I'm rich. That's what he was mm-hmm. saying. That's what he was saying. So now what do we do? We sat home, most of us. I voted, and I'm pretty sure everybody on this line voted. But there was a lot of us. But we can't even say that even now because – Hillary won this thing by 3.5 million votes, which actually was thrown in the garbage can. So what do you, what do we do about that? Back in your hands. And D, yeah, D, let me just say this to you. It's amazing to me too, as I watch uh, television all day and watch uh, Sarah Sanders and people just sell their soul to the devil. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, it just drives me crazy when people can get on TV and look America in the face and commit themselves to a scenario they know is not true. You know, I'm just waiting for one of those uh, Republicans to get on television and say, I apologize. I have done America a disservice by supporting Donald Trump, and he's a fool. You know, I'm just waiting for one of them to sit there and just clearly describe there's no way in the world I'd work for somebody, I don't care how much they paid me, to sell my soul to the devil, D. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, 
that would be great and and good and everything. But I gotta piggyback on what Miss Cheryl said, Miss uh, Audrey said, and and Pastor Smith and, and Nate as well. You know, if, if if a Republican were to step up and do that, yeah, that was that would satisfy us temporarily. But that would not satisfy God in in His all plans of things. And let me paint this picture for you. Right. Um, you know, when we say that we had our opportunity over the years to make things just and right for all, for all of us, and you know, and even our even people of color, we've, we've had a long history of disrespecting one another, of um, of backstabbing one another, and Amen. and just and just like just like white America has done us and done themselves and so forth and so on. The point of the matter is that, um, you know, God, God now is is if, if we can if we can imagine to um, figure out, and I use this this term just as for the sake of conversation, to figure out the intelligence of God. You know, for Donald Trump to be dethroned, that won't be enough. That's not going. What, what is that going to change? That's not going to change much of anything. Mm-mm. You know, for Donald Trump to take us to the brink of war may be just the thing that people don't have to see what it is that we need to do. Because, you know, the the, the slate has to be changed altogether. There's a lot of change to be done. So Donald Trump, now, see, Donald Trump is in the mode now that he wants to be kicked out of he's in He's in the mode of burning the house down. You know, he knows that the police is knocking at his door. All right, if he gets kicked out of door, if he gets kicked out of office next week, he's good because he got his own brand still to go forth with. He's he, mm-hmm. uh, he, he he's not there to govern. He can't govern. He never been able to govern. He didn't think he was going to win mm-hmm. in the first place. So mm-hmm. now, so but the bigger picture is the change part that we've been talking about. How we as a people need to change. Michelle says all the time, whatever we're doing, we can do better. And when Nate's mother was on last night, yesterday, she's doing her part, taking small steps toward change. And that's, that's the step. The, th- the things, the little things that we can do, the little things we can do, the people that we can talk to, to get them to think differently. And, and, that, and that's astronomical, just doing that. Because people are setting their opinions of things. And it, it takes sometimes a mind-blowing experience to change anybody's opinion about anything. And that's what we're looking for. We're looking for a change in, in thought processes across the board. So uh, in, in believing in the intelligence of God, I'm, I'm in a position like Pastor Smith, let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Okay. Now we we and I got small children. I can I can say that comfortably because I'm going to do my part on a day to day basis mm-hmm. to make my family comfortable. But let God do His thing because He He knows way better than we do. Now, surely the innocents of this world, people in Africa and, and people who don't have a lot of say in, in, in a lot of stuff, but then the people in Africa that have their own corruption also, as as well as other nations in this world. So. Um, you know, we we spoke about uh, uh, months ago. Who is the person that can step to the podium soon enough to 
try to get everybody on board in a humanitarian way of thinking. That's that's very interesting to know uh, who's in line because ain't nobody paying attention well enough to even have that mindset. Thank you, James. Uh, again, I'm going to try to go to to seven five seven zero. Do you want to give your name and where you're calling from and make a statement? I'm sorry about that earlier. Y'all got disconnected, but this is Shay calling from Ashburn, Georgia, and I don't have anything to say just yet. (laughs) All right. It is just amazing to me, guys. You know, we, we have, I really believe we, Barack Obama set the stage for our country to be uh, financially better. And it, we have continued to go in that direction. But we have to give an account for the, the, our personal and moral situation. We are in, I mean, we, I don't ever recall a time when we were in what I, could, I continue to call chaos. You know, we got people going every which way, doing every which thing. We had this man bring in, we thought, some of the people thought he was going to bring in some intelligent people to help him run the country. Nobody is able to control him or his addict, or they're just going off cop. Look look at your boy, um, the black guy. Who, we ain't heard nothing from him. I mean, he's just quiet. He ain't did nothing. He, it, you know, he's just trying to stay off the radar. So there ain't nobody in this man's administration who's trying to do anything other than support him or stay off the radar. The the lady he put in charge of the school system, uh, she has been non-existent. Uh, It is just amazing to me how dysfunction we are and how quickly it happened, Andre. It means none of these people a functioning in, in any kind of meaningful way. And we really didn't expect anything different. And, you know, I go back to your asking about uh, Paul Ryan. You know, look at he ran for office of the presidency. And during that time, during his campaigning period, he was so against Trump and all this and that. And when he had an opportunity to stand up, every last one of them fell. All the candidates that ran against them, they fell like flies. So how in the world mm-hmm. can you expect for them to have backbone once they are appointed? Because, you know, when you talk about somebody's wife, if somebody degrading you, I mean, personal attacks, not just the choices that you're making as it relates to we may have differences of opinion. I mean, personal attacks. And, I mean, I mean name-calling, bullying all the way. So once you adhere to that, then you're saying, I'm coming under your control. I'm coming under your umbrella. So it's all about Mm -hmm. power with most politicians. So they are strategically trying to see what it is for them to maintain a position. And you're right, James. We are accountable for our moral values and what it is that we um, allow or tolerate. You know, I say it all the time, whatever we tolerate, then that becomes our standard. So currently our standards are lower than low. And unfortunately for our children, what example are we allowing to be set 
uh, our children and even our grandchildren is unfortunate. So we have to not only speak out, but we have to take action and, and get some things changed. But none of this is a surprise. You, whoever said it was right, Donald Trump revealed himself when he was uh, campaigning, so it's nothing new there. Uh, Paul Ryan, in essence, when he did not stand up for the the American people against Trump that was at hearing, he's positioning himself so that he'll be able to come back and run for the presidency himself. Pence is just yep. laying low. He wanted to have that opportunity. You know, look how many people he went through in order to be um, considered for his partner. And, you know, once Pence accepted that, he just skinning and grinning, skinning, <laughs> skinning and grinning, man, because he, he, he the promise may be that, okay, next is going to be your turn. You know, this is what we're accomplishing and all this this type of thing. But, you know, you may not like the Bush family, but I tell you, you have to give credit Jeb Bush. He stood. He stood his ground and, um, you know, went against Trump and didn't back down, especially when he started talking about his wife and that kind of stuff. And to me, uh, I, I put value in that because, I mean, as a woman, I, I want to be treated uh, properly. And I know if, if my husband was to let somebody talk and disgrade me, and then, oh, my goodness, oh, we'll have problems in the house. Mm. On a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame her though. I don't blame her She's right She's right And you have to recognize That When I look at him As a physical body All that talking Wouldn't do nothing But get him whooped in the street You know what I'm saying You yep. know we always mm-hmm. size people up and ain't nothing Donald Trump don't even look like nobody could ball up a fist. But he always talked, you know. <laughs> and so, boy, you know, those are the kind of people, Reverend Smith, you know how you just get nose to nose with them and tell them they better not breathe. Mm-hmm. But you the ain't got to beat them up. Just get no, nose to nose with them, Nate. You get nose to nose with them, Nate, to say don't breathe. Yeah. You gonna get that close to him. A person like Donald Trump, you wouldn't have to do anything. He's all he mm-hmm. feel like because he has a lot of money, he can just say and do what he wants to do and make people think that he's all this and all that. That's Donald right. Trump is a little I, that word won't come out of my mouth, but he is. He is. He is. He's nothing. And the sad part about. He wants to make everybody believe. Talking about when you hit me, I hit back doubly hard, you know. Yeah, sure, <laughs> but with your mouth. And like James said, if there's somebody standing close to you, you ain't going to do nothing because he's frightened. He's, he's a little frightened sissy, and that's what's going to happen to him. You know, but we, we, we've got to just let him go. Let him go because his days are numbered. God's going to... It's the same thing God did with with, with Saul, God's going to do with him. See, Donald Trump is just our nemesis. Donald Trump, because we, we didn't seem to act like we wanted to be with God anymore. Now you see more people screaming out to God than ever before because of what this man is doing. Yes, you do. But this man has created that because God, 
put him where he's at today. He's allowing him to go send us through the thing that we're going through because I'm going to tell you the truth, we deserve it. We deserve every bit of it because we allowed it. God allowed it because we allowed people to destroy the work of the Lord here on this earth. All of it's about going. Everything is okay. No matter what you want to do anymore, it's okay. We got a name for it. Just do it. We'll name it. And and that's not that's not biblical and that's not the way a good Christian. We wanna say we are a Christian nation and that's a bunch of junk. We we we're nothing anymore. So his day is definitely coming. His day is definitely coming. Uh, Cheryl, it is, I'm, I'm, Cheryl, it is amazing to me uh that our moral values have been so corrupted that we allow Donald Trump change our norms, our decency. <sighs> Uh, how we go about debating with one another. We allow this man to come in and allow him to change what we what we did respectfully. And so we deserve, like Reverend Phil said, we deserve what happened to us because we saw the wolf in sheep's clothing. We saw that he was out to uh, destroy us, and we allowed him to move forward. Exactly. And the question is, are we as mad with him as we as mad with ourselves because of allowing this to happen? So, you know, we got to point the finger at us. What point did I play? What role did I do? What can I do, you know, um, what did I do that now that I can do differently? to have the results that we have today. You know, whatever part that we played in it, now we got to change those things because whatever we did, that's how we got what we got today. So we don't have to keep that those things, and we don't have to uh, be satisfied with that. So in order to make changes, we got to start doing, making some changes. You know, we all know what the um, what insanity is is doing the same thing, but expecting different results. So that means we have to now start to be comfortable. We have to start to do things that is not so much in our comfort zone to be able, because we're gonna have to claw and fight and do everything we could to get things back to some kind of decency. And it's going to take a while. And that means that we got to be consistent. We can't stop. We got to continue. So, you know, a lot of times when we say, when we are angry with people, you know, is that are we really angry with them or we are more angry with ourselves? And if we are angry with ourselves, we can always change the things that we did before. And that means reaching out to other people. Helping them, you know, we are our brothers' keeper. So that's why I say, you know, we we got a lot to do, and we got to do it in such a short period of time. And we got to we have to gather all of those that we can, you know, within our area. We have to reach out to as many individuals as we possibly could. So we got a job to do. So now here's the thing: Are we going to do it, or are we going to continue to talk about somebody? 
people we allowed to do these things but and be mad with them instead of being mad with ourselves. And night we have to establish uh, some rules. Uh, you know, people get mad about the rules, but the rules keep us from going backwards and having no value. Uh, at some point, you have to establish what the norm is going to be and try to maintain your normalcy. Uh, but we we just allowed this man to remove all the norms and create chaos in our lives. You're absolutely right. Three things I learned in church and in the military. Number one, I learned in church, scripture says, warning come before destruction. It didn't like this thing just snuck up on us. We saw it coming. Didn't do anything about it. Number two, I learned in the military, complacency killed. We got so complacent in everything and took it for granted that Hillary was going to win this thing that we didn't need to stay guarded. We didn't stay Focus. We didn't stay. We didn't keep, like they say in the arm. We didn't keep our head on a swivel. So therefore, this happened. And, and third, everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. Now we don't got punched in the mouth. So we're gonna have to just sit here and ride this storm out. Because the thing about it is, like you said, we allow this to happen. That man didn't become president. We allow him to become president. And we saw the storm coming, and we did not prepare our umbrellas. We did not prepare our fields. We didn't do anything. We got complacent and took it for granted. And now there's an uproar that this man became president. No. Sometimes, like when, I'm, when I was a kid, when I did something my mama didn't tell me to do, I got a whooping. Now let's just take that whooping because we allowed this to happen. Man up, woman up. And stop fussing and crying about it and stop letting everything this man do get under our skin because he's going to keep doing stuff to get under our skin because that's what he's doing. He is a financial bully. That's what he always done. He ain't going to stand up to nobody. He's going to pay somebody to stand up to uh, stand up for him. He's going to talk track because he ain't had to fight a battle in his life. So that makes him irrelevant to me. But what is relevant to me, what we're going to do about the next election. Are we preparing for that? We're talking about the now. But what about the future? What are we willing to do to prepare for the future? We know an election coming up, so we need to start preparing for that now and start giving him some airtime and let's seek out and pray for qualified candidates who, who can get the job done and let's unite as a country and get Mr. Idiot out and get the right person in because this airtime we're giving him now, it's not even worth it no more. It's not even worth the breath to give him. We need to who it is that we need to be prepared because it's been a long time since we ask God anything concerning this country. We do stuff off feelings, off emotions, and everything. And when something happens, we're mad. But we're not, just like Reverend Smith said, we, when we take God up, we're paying for it. This is on us. So we got to stand up and ask God, what do you want as for the country, and how do you want us to get there? Thank you, sir. And, you know, we need to stop criticizing political correctness. We need to act in a, in a correct manner. We need to evaluate how we want our leadership to lead, how we want people to live, and to determine what is right and wrong. We, we released this man's ignorance on us and allowed him to take us backwards. We knew what uh, America be great again meant, and we need to call a spade for a spade. These people right. wanted to take right. us back to a time when white America ruled and the rest of us set back 
and watch. Even those who are white who recognize how we wrongly allowed this to happen need to do what's right. And because our country cannot be respected unless we have some kind of moral values and political correctness on living our lives in the manner that is appropriate. We got to recognize that all people's lives matter, that everybody has the right uh, to live their life uh, to the level that they're capable of doing, and that no man has to uh, have preference. We have to do away with preference related to color and preference related to human effort. And those who put forth the effort deserve the bigger piece of the pie. And no more of this back to America, back to greatness again. America needs to move forward where everybody is respected and appreciated for what it is that they do. And so, Cheryl, I'm just angry when it comes to seeing white America not recognizing its own faults, its own biases, and doing what is right by the country. Not just right by me, but let's do what's right by the country so that we continue to be the power that we are. Yes. Definitely, definitely uh, upset. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yep, yep. Saying, James, and, I, and I feel, you know, what you're saying. But let's just look at us. Look at us. What are we doing? Let's just talk about what did we do today. Talk about what did we do yesterday. Let's just talk about what you're going to do tomorrow. You know, if we can take the focus off of everyone else and what they're doing, and because we can't, we can't change what they're doing, but we can definitely change what we're doing. So if we focus more on the things that we need to do, and what are we doing to get closer there? Um, are we doing our So if we spend every day talking about, I did this today. I'm accountable for doing this tomorrow. I got this in the plan for next week. We're not focusing on what we say everybody else is doing or what those individuals are doing to hurt us. Because if we had a one-on-one situation and we went and we to our parents that so-and-so did us different. So, and the first, what did you do? Mm-hmm. What did you do? That's what I want to know. What did you do? Well, um, well, well, that's the thing. If you sit and stand there and just keep taking and not doing anything, then what they go, they gonna keep doing the same thing to you of them and put the focus on us. You know, what are our accomplishments? What are our plans? What do we have as far as a one-week goal, a two-week goal, one-month goal? the time for the election goal, what do what do we have in place? Or are we so consumed with what's going on that they are doing that we can't figure out what we need to be doing? 
What are you doing? What are we going to do? All right. We're going to take a short we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and allow everyone to have their opportunity to share their final thoughts. Final thoughts for this evening. 
Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody for yesterday. Uh, my mom's still crying about that. She's still bothering me and calling me about that. So I want to thank y'all for all the kind words and inspiration that you gave her and uh, give, her, give it a part of her to meet my my current family. So y'all family to me, and I'll go to battle and go to war for y'all any day of the week. Thank you. Love y'all. All right. Uh, Cheryl, your last, uh, your final thoughts for this evening? All right, and we have a newcomer today. Uh, I'll give you an opportunity to have your final thought, 7570. Uh, What's your final thought for this evening? That, yes, we can do more, and um, it starts in our own states, meaning the officials that we elect to represent us. Of course, Donald Trump is don't nobody like, of course. But morally, that lets us know the people who support him, how they view everybody else, because their views are like his views. So we can't change what he's doing as of now. But the real election is our state representative. If we can get somebody in each state that's thinking like us, that's the first start. But overall, like the Reverend said, this has to happen. No need to fight against it. We just have to prepare ourselves, wait, and watch God work. Thank y'all. All right. Thank you. Call in again. Uh, D, what is your final thought? Are you there, D? Sorry. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I had on me. Um, my final thoughts are going to be in the line with uh, Michelle, um, and it's going to be on an individual basis. Um, you know, we can't change the world, but, you know, when we die and we are uh, held accountable for our actions and our life here on earth, um, the archangels don't ask us, uh, what did y'all do? During your, during your tenure on, on earth it, 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 The question is always asked uh, What did you do And I think that's uh, that should be Our responsibility going forward uh, To talk to as many people as we can uh, And actually Invite them to the show And give them an opportunity to uh, Express their views and, um, and, and taking it one day At a time and I'm sure In time things will be uh, better and, and, and more favorable as we would expect it to be. Thank you. I just want to continue to thank you guys for your support. I want you to know that I'm always going to be out there looking for uh, topics for us to talk about. I want us to be on top of our game. I like how um, Cassie is about her business. And so we need to be about our business as well. When we say we're going to do things, we need to go ahead and do them. And so I just want to thank Nate for uh, introducing his mother to us. And we ought to be uh, supporting her uh, like we support everybody else who come on this show. We need to make sure that she is being given the opportunity uh, to get uh, her voice as far out there as we, we can help her get it. And I just want to thank you all. Again, we're going to be here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Six five seven three eight three 
888-646-0309. We want our voices heard loud and clear without interruption. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place Salvation. Lift up our 